Clorax and Lordar fighting each other for a turn. Lordar turns into a fireball surrounded by flaming runes. Is that actually what he turns into? Yeah. I need to look these things up. What about we? We don't. Do we see Perturabo's demon form ever? Uh, not that I'm aware of. All right. Now onto our our penultimate match in this round on the West. We've got this is going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Lionel Johnson versus the the Wind Man himself, Jagtai Khan. He, he rides like the wind. He slices like the wind. Indeed, he does. By the way, this is a terrible. There are no good portraits of Lionel Johnson out there. This one looks like <laughs> some kind of smarmy draco malfoy character yeah so the one i always picture is the one where he was um drawn after clint eastwood so anything is fucking better representation than that yeah um i almost want to give this to the con just so i don't have to look at lions (laughs) the other thing i hate about him his name is so fucking dumb (laughs) because it's lionel johnson we talked about this before he's a poet they were like oh we're being cute back when they didn't care about stuff right and now it's, well, his name is Lion, like a lion, but in, in whatever, you know, Caliban language, L. Johnson means of the forest. Yeah. So Johnson Johnson is forest forest. Yeah. A small point of contention. I don't think there's an H in Johnson. Like that? Uh, that doesn't look right. Yeah. All right, we'll get rid of it for now. Yeah. <laughs> Lionel Johnson. <laughs> but um so you you mentioned before khan well known as a great swordsman just yeah. definitely just undercuts mortarian but uh lionel johnson he's he's got some pretty i mean i don't know like he's got some moments where he's he's like oh he's the strongest and best and then others where he's he feels severely underpowered i was gonna say uh does khan have a bike in this fight in the thousand, I think at least a few of them, he's got some kind of bike. Yeah, but but even then, I think Khan takes it just for his his martial ability is, is pretty top notch. So so here's my I actually think I'm going to go with Khan too. But as a you know, I, I started liking the Dark Angels, and in some of the fluff, it's like, well, Lion was the first, and he's the strongest. He's all around the best. He's a great tactician. Mm-hmm. And there are scenes and situations where he's amazing. So like on his ship, he is hunting Kurz. And even though it's in the shadows and it's like Kurz's home ter- territory, basically, mm-hmm. Lion's like pretty much keeping up with him and is mostly the aggressor. Then in like three scenes later, he can't take down Kurz with Gilliman helping him. Uh, when he's first introduced, one of the first Dark Angels books in the Horse Heresy, he needs help to take down like a big monster uh, in in Caliban. And yet in other places, he took down this amazingly powerful Calibanite lion that would have been impossible for anyone else to take down. Yeah. Uh, it's just, he's so inconsistently portrayed. I think if, and also his model is not that good. Like the actual, the rules were disappointing. So yeah. on the flip side, he did beat Lehman Russ Although some could argue it was kind of a, a, a draw, but even still, Lehman Russ is probably the best fighter on here. Yeah. And he beat him. Uh, you know. So he's not the best fighter. But he's not the Okay. So you think you give it to the con? I think so. I mean, I'm only taking Borgar's word for it. <laughs> yeah, let's give it to the con. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
if if for nothing else then for like a diversity perspective it, of as one of the only two i guess you know non-caucasian people in yeah. this extremely non-diverse world um i guess magnus is, is looking red. pretty white. yeah it's, it is magnus is looking pretty red but I mean, first of all, the Khan representing. Thank you, Khan, for for injecting some diversity. But uh, joking aside, I feel like he's got this. Yeah, I'm I'm all comfortable right. with that. I am comfortable with that. All right. Next up, on the East, Magnus <laughs> versus Vulcan. I thought this was an interesting matchup. Uh, tell me more about that. Uh, if not because Vulcan is a perpetual and he can't really be killed. True. Um, but yeah, no, Magnus. Magnus is definitely uh, the victor here. Yeah, no question. I love Vulcan. Uh, I think he's an amazing character. I think the, like a lot of people will say, oh, he's a perpetual, so he should be number one. If you always lose, it doesn't matter if you're immortal. <laughs> That's true. So... I hate to say it, he doesn't beat anyone. He goes insane at one point. Uh, you know, it's hell of it's a guy. Hell of a guy. I think next to say, actually, you know what? Sorry, Sanguinius. Vulcan's the guy I'd want to be friends with. <laughs> uh, now, here's the argument, though. Uh, one interesting point: Magnus is often cited as the largest Primarch, but then Vulcan is also cited as the largest Primarch. Mm -hmm. And they're, so they're both huge, even for Primarchs. And I think Vulcan is by far the strongest of the Primarchs. Yeah. So were they to meet on martial prowess alone, I don't think Magnus has much. Yeah, but you can't discount his psychic ability. No, he's just going to, he, well, somebody else on one of the threads was arguing, well, you know, they all are Primarchs, so they're resistant to psychic stuff. But he's the strongest. Fair. The, <laughs> and actually, that brings me back to Lion. There was in another, like, very, you know, like, almost Caldor Drager moment like an extremely powerful Eldar Farseer tries to like mind wipe Lion and he just like crushes him even though he's not psychic. He like traps <laughs> him in his own mind and then kills him. And it's like, what? <laughs> so just, just because of his inconsistency, I'm disqualifying Lion because he can't get his shit together. But I think Magnus does move on past the, uh, past the first round here. That's Magnus. Um, maybe we'll get like a Magnus Lehman situation. Yeah. So uh, that that means after mm -hmm. oh no no we're not done yet because we still have to we got yeah. Le so let's let's go back to the west for Lehman Russ versus Lorgar yeah um, I think Russ uh, takes this one yeah I, I can't see many situations where Lorgar wins yeah Russ you know a part of his job is to hunt other Primarchs uh, because he's so good at it he's the executioner. Yeah, um, I, I I do hate him. I think he's he's a huge <laughs> jerk. Of all the like loyalists, I think he's the least. He just causes so many issues. Yeah, um, he does go in the warp, but maybe he you know achieved his what was it Banku, <laughs> Bankai, Bankai. Uh, so you know maybe he's like I'm sure it's wolf related. <laughs> yeah, he turns into a pack of wolves. Yeah, so Raven, Raven of the Raven Guard, and Wolf, Wolf of the Wolfies. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think Lehman wins that one pretty much hands down. And then we got, yeah. Ro oh, here's, here's one that's a little more controversial. Mm -hmm. Rogel Dorn versus Mortaria. I really don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm leaning towards Dorn. 
Me, me too. Like, I think he's one tier above Gilliman, but his strength is more as a commander and a, in a uh, you know, siege breaker slash uh, fortification builder. Yeah. But <laughs> Mortarian doesn't really have any strength. <laughs> he just kind of smells. Yeah, he can poison you. Um, I also think it's funny, like, all of these, like, Primarchs have, like, really cool weapons. And what's with Dorans is just a big chainsword. Like, dude, that's that's a weak weapon, man. Get with the ninth edition situation. It's a big chainsword. Uh, yeah, I could see this one being a toss-up. You, you see, you, uh, fine, Dorn wins. We'll give it to Dorn. <laughs> what the hell? So in both cases, the, the winner of our wild card round ended up losing. Yeah. Uh, so that's fun. Okay. <laughs> could have spared the time. So now in, in the uh, we're in the semifinals, I think, mm-hmm. or the, the elite eight. The quarterfinals? Yeah, quarterfinals. So so our first matchup, we've got uh, here, let me let me make these brackets a little bit better. We've got Angry Boy Angron mm-hmm. versus Angry Ron. Le- Angry Ron versus Lehman Russ in the East. Yeah. And then the other matchup in the East in the Elite Eight is Peter Turbo versus the Khan. I think that's going to be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Everyone's watching me play with uh, Microsoft PowerPoint here, who's tuning in on YouTube. Uh, in the wet, uh, God damn it. there we go. In the east, we've got uh, Rogel versus Sanguinius. Do we even need to talk about that one? No. Okay, Sanguinius uh, wins that one. <laughs> Congratulations, Sanguinius. Congratulations. That we're not even going to debate that, guys. Ro- Rogel's fine. He's not the best warrior, and he's up against arguably the strongest fighter, not counting like being demon possessed. So we're just going to make an executive decision, mm-hmm. and then we've got Big Daddy Horus versus Magnus. That one actually could be interesting. Um, so we've already we had a a, a lightning decision there. <laughs> so the first East Rogaldorn versus Sanguinius. Mm-hmm. Sanguinius wins hands down, <laughs> hands down in my opinion. Sorry, Dorn fans. Uh, and also, I'm, I'm also irritated because I couldn't find an image of Dorn with a mustache. Yeah. Um, which is a huge detractor for me. That's, that's mind canon at this point. But, but Sanguinius, great tactician, great with people, maybe not as good a fortification builder, but he's an all-around great fighter and could rival Horus, so Dorn her mm-hmm. out. Lehman Russ versus Angeron. This actually happened. They fought. But depending on who you ask, the outcome was different. I still hold to the fact that I think Lehman Russ was kind of trying to prove a point as opposed to trying to outright kill Angron. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the flip side of that is what about like Demon Angron? But I heard yeah. Robert so, talk about. Um, but the point he was trying to make is that you have to rely on your, uh, you know, your, ch- your son's chapter or legion or what have you. Depending. Uh, and this is just a straight one-on-one fight. You know, he doesn't have the wolf pack uh, at his back. It's true. And, and Perturabo, I don't remember the specifics, but I know he killed Angron by guile. Like, he knew how to, like, like take advantage of his demonic form. And I don't think Lehman mm-hmm. Russ is going to be just going to go for a fight. So I think Demon Primark versus Lehman Russ, uh, Demon Primark Angron versus normal Lehman Russ, that's an Angron win. I think one-on-one, it's like 50-50 if they're both not powered up. So I, I actually agree with you. I think I give it to Angron. Yeah. You agree? 
think so. All right, so that means we're going to have Sanguinius versus uh, Engron are going to be in the, the semifinals. All right, let's go back to the East for Horus versus Magnus. This one's tough. This is tough. Um, I remember there was a scene where Malkador the Sigilite, uh, Horus was trying to talk about the banished Primarchs and Malkador forces Horus to shut up. <laughs> was Magnus as powerful or more powerful than Malkador? I think so, yes. From, from what I understand, Magnus is the most powerful psyker aside from the Emperor. So... Right, because he was going to take over the Golden Throne, and we know that yeah. Malkador did do that and lasted a few hours. Yeah, it was pretty much Magnus's job to sit on the Golden Throne. So I think it's if Horus is not powered up, Magnus wins. Yeah. Uh, unless, well, on the flip side, you know, we are doing a thousand runs. I'm sure there are some situations, like if Horus has a Sisters of Silence, that's how Lehman Russ beat him, by the way. He had tons of custodians yeah. and Sisters of Silence. Yeah. If Horus has some blanks, or uh, what, are, what are they called? Uh, like the Kalexis guy. Null Maidens. Yeah, Null or Pariah, Gene. Maybe Horus can come out on top. So if it's not one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah, but if it's one-on-one -on -one and psychic powers are allowed, I think Magnus wins. Yeah. And I, I think we agree we can't really allow for supercharged Horus because he would just win all of them. <laughs> right. but I actually think Magnus wins this one. Yeah, it, that feels weird saying, but yeah again like you know we're this is subjective but we're saying <laughs> it's it's non-demonically powered horus right because so I, he, he had the blessings of all four chaos gods um which whereas magnus is only maybe the un, unknowing pawn of uh, of the great changer mm -hmm. I, I give it to magnus i i do yeah. okay. uh, and if nothing else then just to make the, the final matchups more interesting and diverse because otherwise, because <laughs> we all know Proterabo is taking the next one. <laughs> okay, so so <laughs> all right. Why do you think Proterabo beats the con? I actually think that too, but I'm surprised. I thought you were going to argue for the con a little bit. Uh, no, I, I think it goes back to what we were saying. You know, Proterabo, he doesn't get his, enough credit. Maybe on the tabletop, he sucks balls, but I think in lore. Uh, he's he's proven himself. I don't think does he suck on the tabletop. I think he's okay. I think that was that was a thing. I don't remember. And I don't play thirty k, but uh, the guys at Mini War Gaming uh, played for a while. <laughs> and fuck, what was what was this guy? The big dude. What was his name? I don't remember. But he played. Uh, oh, he played thirty k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he would always lament like how cool Peter Turbo is, but just he just is horrible, <laughs> and he always dies. I um, mean, he does have the ability to bring like a tank yeah. as like a backup, which is the tormentor. But yeah, I mean, uh, I think the Khan, you know, he's he's got speed, he's got swiftness. I feel like in a one on one match, Proterabo is going to find a way to nullify that. Mm -hmm. Um. I think if, if the con has something fast, I don't know. Like, I just can't see it happening because Pertorabo, like Fulgrim, I think would beat the con. And Pertorabo yeah. killed Fulgrim. Yeah. But with the kilt, you know, he like, he beat Fulgrim. Defeated. 
uh, and Demon Primarch Angron. So, yeah. All right, I give. Okay. I, I look. I think it's. I think it's close. I think the, in our thousand simulations, I think sometimes the con edges them out. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think Proterabo is, is not going to not going to take that. Yeah. Semifinals. We've got Sanguinius and Angron versus Proterabo and Magnus. Let's start with Sanguinius and Angron. My money. It's on Sanguinius. Mine too. I mean, he specifically beats Bloodthirsters, so he knows yeah. how to deal with coronate things. Yeah. And uh, I think he's just going to be able to use Angron's anger against him and, and just outmaneuver him. Yeah. Um, he's S tier. Yeah, I think Sanguinius is S tier. I think I think Angron unpowered up is B tier, powered up is, is maybe A tier. Uh, but Sanguinius is S tier, I agree. Uh, all right, well that was easy, and then we got uh, we got Perturabo versus Magnus. Uh, this is a tough one. Mm. I think Perturabo, you know, if he's if he beat Demon Primarch Angron by using his own strength against him, I think he's gonna do the same thing with Magnus. Can he? Can he outsmart Magnus? I mean. Lehman Rusk had a dude. <laughs> I guess not. I guess he was kind of in like a, a, a fugue state, like existential crisis when that happened. He was, you know, he was going to allow himself to be killed. Um, oh, he, he uses psychers? I'll take a bunch of people that have block his psychic ability. Right. But like if, if it was one on one, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. does have like iron well. I think there's one scene somewhere where like a psyker tries to grab him and he can't do it, but I'm sure Magnus is stronger than all that. I don't know. What do you think? I want to say Proterabo, but I think Magnus would probably win more often. I think so. I think you're right. It's pretty close, though. Yeah. Magnus is us here. I think Proterabo is, is like low end of S tier or maybe high A tier. Mm -hmm. All right, so we think we got Magnus. Sorry, Mag everyone else. Magnus just has really, you know, he can, he can cast spells that you guys can't. <laughs> so our last one, we've got Sanguinius versus Magnus, the battle of the S tiers. Before, before we get there, who else is S tier, do you think? I mean, Horus, obviously. Yeah. I think unpowered Horus is at the low, like I think he's below Sanguinius and Magnus, but powered Horus is at the top. I think the demon Primarchs, like if you give them that ability, they're, they uh, can beat any Primarch straight. Except for Demon Lorgar. Except for Demon Lorgar. Well, he's been fighting Awakened Corex to, at a standstill for. Oh, is that, so, in, the, is that in the books? Yeah. I must have missed that. So it's the the flock of ravens versus the flaming fireball, and they sort of have been fighting for a while in in the warp. Okay, so that and that's kind of like Korax uh, is kind of like demon Primarch equivalent. Um, I, I would say a. I don't know. I feel like demon Primarch Angron is still a tier because he's so stupid. <laughs> uh, 
I think Fulgrim, Demon Primarch, I think Fulgrim by himself is either high B tier or low A tier. Okay. Let's say A tier. I think Fulgrim is A tier as a Demon Primarch. The only thing is like he sucks as a Demon Primarch. Like he never mm -hmm. does anything good because he's so preoccupied with getting his jollies off, you know? So it is the short story Sons of the Emperor. I need to read that. Um, that's that's the one where Lorgar and Korax are fighting in the the warp. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I wish, oh man, I wish TTS was still around because that'd be fascinating to see. Uh, I think Lion is B tier. I think Khan is like high B tier. Yeah, maybe, maybe low, low A. a. Low yeah. A. I agree with that. Uh, Gilliman, and this is just in fighting ability, not in like logistical. I think like. Gilliman low-key is probably the best Primarch because look, he, like he's running the Imperium right now. Like nobody else <laughs> right. could do that. Yeah. But on fighting more alone. It's more of a bureaucrat. Yeah. So I think I think Gilliman's like C tier. I think Doran is high C tier. Maybe high C tier, maybe normal. Vulcan is like D tier. Alpharius, Omegon or low, like E or F. Kurs, it depends on where you're reading, but he's either like a really solid B or kind of a D. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of uh, author perspective that changes power levels. So it's hard to get a real grapple on it. But, you know, the, the good ones are fairly consistent. I think. What, uh, what tier do you think Mortarion is? Mm. I feel like he should be higher than he actually is. <laughs> Yeah, he's so incompetent. I think the fact that Caldor Drager beat him puts him one tick above Alpharius, but that's it. I, I don't consider Caldor Drago to be a real thing. It's it's I think it's canon though. <laughs> it's not canon, I accept. All right. So if we don't consider Caldor Drago canon, maybe he's low C tier. Yeah. If we do, then he's he's like F tier. <laughs> He's, you know how it used to be when you kill the avatar, that's how you know your character's badass. I think it's just like Mortarion is just a punching bag. Yeah. The Demon Primarch Mortarion is really good. Um, he I is. Think. Although, At least on the tabletop. Yeah, on the tabletop, he's awesome. Um, but you know who's even better on the tabletop? Magnus. Rogaldorn. <laughs> well, he's pretty awesome too. But I mean, like, you have to, if, A Thousand Suns Eighth Edition, I think you had to have Magnus pretty much, right? Yeah. So he's up against auto. Sanguinius. What do you think? Auto-include. Hmm. I don't know. Were there any times they fought? Probably not. I don't know. I also, for some reason, maybe it's cheating, but I just feel like Sanguinius would be resistant to like some of the mind control stuff too. Hmm. Just because he's got that whole angelic and, and he's got that strong part of their father. I don't know on this one. Um, I feel like it's a draw. Even still, I think Magnus, like, he could, like, crushed a, a Lehman Rust tank, like, into a cube. He, like, he actually, yeah. It doesn't have to be, you know, mind bullets all the time, right? That's true. The, the other, I mean, like, I was talking about how uh, Sanguinius, like, flew into a Warlord Titan. I'm pretty sure in A Thousand Suns, Magnus 
mind crushes like whatever the warlord titan equivalent is for eldar hmm. uh, like it's, it's an eldar titan and he just like mind crushes it like pretty easily so i think i think yeah we have to give it to magnus here the problem with magnus he's he's too he's not emotionally aware and he's impatient hmm. and he gets depressed like i know corax is like super depressed but like magnus keeps getting depressed <laughs> like, like in the when the wolves blow up Prospero, he's just like, oh, I guess this is what was. Well, I should just let it happen. And then he comes. He's like, he comes in and even with the null main starts crushing people, but ends up losing. Yeah. All right, I think I think Magnus edges out Sanguinius. I could see that. You think, or you think it's a yeah. draw? Congratulations, Big Magnus. You are the victor. Magnus wins. I, I remember uh, 1d4chan doesn't exist anymore, right? I, don't know. I tried to find it and I couldn't, but they, they used to have in each of the Primark -like pages, they would talk about like, well, what happens if they fight each other on the tabletop? And it would always say, well, if Magnus doesn't use psychic powers, he still does pretty okay. Using psychic powers, though, he's going to win. Um, um, shame that we had Korax up against Horus in the first round, because I just read that Korax took down two defilers by himself. That's pretty good. It's not a warlord titan, but it's pretty good. Two of them. Simultaneously. Well, maybe he smashed one into the other one. Maybe. With its power scourge and auto cannon. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um I don't, right. honestly I don't know terribly much about Thor. I gotta read, I gotta read Borker. All right, I'm gonna close this here. Sons Tom, of the Emperor. Sons of the, that's the one to read. Sons of the Emperor. I'm actually gonna write it down my little journal here. Obviously, super subjective. Yeah. Uh, and again, everyone's going to have different points of view. This was just Tom and mine. Love to know what you guys think. Where did we get it wrong? Put it in the comments. Where did we get it right? Put it in the comments. You know, or comments sure, on. Uh, every Primark has its fanboy that has some bit of lore that we've overlooked. Absolutely. I'm, and the lore is super inconsistent, it's super <laughs> expansive. So, so let us know what we're missing. Otherwise, I, I love debating this shit. I have no idea why. It's just so fun. Uh, I'll go, oh, well, he did this and he did that. I guess that's that's when you know you're you're a huge nerd, basically. Yeah. Schoolyard uh, <laughs> shenanigans. I think, I think the first time I experienced this was like third grade debating Power Rangers versus X-Men. <laughs> or even which superhero could... Who's stronger than Superman, Batman? Isn't that isn't that funny that like we love that so much when we put like I remember Stan Lee said something if you got two heroes against each other neither of them can win or lose. Yeah. Um, but man. <sighs> Except when the Hulk fought Wolverine. I remember reading the Hulk. Uh, he just grabs Wolverine like with his two hands, ripped him in half, and threw his legs as far as he could. Uh, and Wolverine was like, oh, he must have thrown them further than six miles away because I can't smell them anymore. 
So he had to like crawl on his hands to find his toy. But then, then again, I'll bring this up and like old man Logan, uh, I think he kills the Hulk, right? Because the Hulk is like super weird and corrupted and stuff. Yeah. I need to read that. I've never seen that scene. That sounds pretty fun. Fun that he gets his legs ripped off. Um, well, Tom, as always, this has been stimulating. I think we need to figure out uh, we're going to be rebranding soon. So if you're a fan, stick around for that. Otherwise, uh, don't forget to smash that like and subscribe button. Good night. Good night. When in doubt, punch it out. Second. Uh, Chicago, Illinois, 66652. You're going to fabulous Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. That's, that's the one I'm always waiting for. All right. <laughs> End transmission. End scene.